Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents Return to Contentment Corner. Our story begins on the proverbial and literal wrong side of the tracks. Picture in your mind's eye a man who has spent the last 30 years behind bars, imprisoned for a crime he didn't commit. A man who entered the North Dakota penal system with an unshakable confidence that someone, somewhere, would discover this miscarriage of justice and set him free. A man who now, three decades hence, retains none of that youthful idealism because, as you might well expect, that confidence wasn't so unshakable after all. A man, many would say, is completely justified in the mission of vengeance that sparked his return to contentment corner. A man with a purpose. A man named Falco. Sarcastic Voyage presents... Ah, excuse me. Occupied. Or do you not hear the half a page of narration I've already established? Oh, I heard it. I was just waiting for a clean edit point so we could cut you out later. I beg your pardon? I am the original narrator of this soap opera. And everyone knows you always go for the original cast members in these big reunion events. Uh, typically, yes. But typically, narrators don't end up being the Prince of Lies himself. I am not. Liar. Now listen, putting aside the fact that you are literally Satan, and that you've been banished from this town fair and square, you lost your claim to this narrative the moment you began directly interacting with the characters. Also, you don't even seem to like any of these people. What does that have to do with anything? Only that, uh, for me, spending the past year without the people of Contentment Corner has been a lot like hell. Which I just now realized must have been your doing. Gotcha. Yeah, you better disappear with a mighty poof, you jerk. I can't believe you have the audacity to... Alright, you know what? None of this is helping to get the story started. I just need to calm down for a second here. Inhala. Exhala. Right. Sarcastic Voyage presents Return to Contentment Corner. Deepest apologies for that, gentle listener, and if you're not sure what just happened there, don't worry, I have dedicated myself to making the rest of the story completely accessible to enthusiasts and neophytes alike. Here now is all the backstory you'll need for this installment. And since I do have a slight tendency to prattle on about these people, I am very much one of the aforementioned enthusiasts if you haven't guessed yet, I will keep my recap as brief as possible, so let's put, um, say, two minutes on the clock? Nah. Contentment Corner is a small town in North Dakota where literally everyone has a secret. And we're not just talking about the ho-hum everyday secrets of your average soap opera. Now, sure, there's plenty of infidelity, betrayal, things like that, but there's also witches, time travelers, aliens, demons, draculas, and death rays. So let's move on to a few key players. We'll start out small and work our way up. And you don't get much smaller than Case Cudgington. Small-time con artist with small ambitions and even smaller profits. Now let's see what we have in this file, and if it's worth the $30 I promised you. Yeah, about that. These clips don't count against my two minutes, by the way. 
Uh, that uh, somewhat British voice you have heard was Zizix Jones, who was once described as an evil industrial by our previous narrator. Zizix once owned the second largest company in Contentment Corner, which she named after herself. They sold cosmetics, and I'll leave it to you to work out what that company was called, because one of the conditions of my return was not having to say it out loud. The primary mission statement of both the company and of Zizix herself was to destroy the largest company in Contentment Corner. St. Corby Soap. Okay, uh, Case is a loser, Zizix is evil, Zizix hates the St. Corbys. Oh, <laughs> Zizix also hates Case. Join the club. No, on second thought, don't. I wouldn't belong to any club that would have you as a member. Alright. Our final season was a rather eventful one. It saw both Case and Zizix return from the dead as, respectively, a clone and a ghost, and two generations of St. Corby women, Ottawa and Vatican, died, leaving only 16-year-old Tanda. Also, St. Corby Soap and that other company, the one that belonged to Miss Jones, were bought up by a megacorporation. Done! And with time to spare. <laughs> Narrator, you magnificent son of a bitch, is there anything you can't do? Okay, so now it's a year after our series finale, and we join Zizix Jones in her home as she wakes to greet a new day. I slept like the dead, which I suppose is appropriate seeing as I am dead. Now where on earth did I put that skin suit? Oh, did I not mention that Ghost Zizix has a custom-made fleshy suit designed to allow her to interact with the mortal plane? Oh, it's not in my wardrobe, nor is it hanging on the hook with my dressing gown. Maybe I left it out in the garden? Also, she's not actually British. Okay, I'll stop now. Really. Or perhaps it's in the loo. Is someone in my shower? Hello? Oh, good morning, Madam Mayor. It's me, Case. You'd better get that. It's probably Tanta. Hello? Hi, Mom. It's Tanda. Your daughter, Tanda St. Corby? Man, I understand why people stopped using the record scratch sound effect at times like this, but I wish something equally effective had taken its place. Okay, you're probably wondering why, if Zizix hates Case, why he's enjoying a hot, steamy shower in her loo, or why he called her Madame Mayor, or why Tanta St. Corby, granddaughter of her most bitter rival, is calling her Mom. I'm happy to fill in the gaps, because as you might expect, a lot has happened to these people in the past year. Three months after the series finale, in a corner office of the Corpco International Building, well, another day here in my fancy corporate office. I've not the first idea what the bloody blazes I'm meant to be doing here. You'd think I'd be satisfied with the rather substantial paychecks they issue me, and yet... What the hell is this now? You there, I say. Where is everyone? I demand that you... Hello? Oh, did I forget to put on my bloody skin suit again? Are they just not seeing me? Oh, thank bollocks. Hibiscus, what in the Commonwealth is happening? Oh, it's nothing, cousin. That's a relief. Corporate has just decided to close this branch down. What does that mean? It means that Corpro International was acquired by an allied consolidation firm, which itself was purchased by an amalgamated concern, which then decided to dissolve the previously existing merger before then being purchased by a capital investment enterprise, which then dissolved the original partnership. What does that mean? It means that Zizix Cosmetics, St. Corby Soap, and all other local holdings no longer exist. Well, of 
course they bloody exist. This building, which I built in the first place, incidentally, hasn't gone anywhere. Oh, but it will. All employees are being given 72 hours to vacate the premises before they bring in the bulldozers. You mean to tell me that all the plotting and scheming you did to wrest my company away from me was for nothing? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. But what am I supposed to do now? I can't tell you that, cousin, because you no longer work for me. I can only speak for myself. And before you stopped me, I was on my way to the roof to jump off. Good day. All right, uh, but this building is only three stories. Not my problem, I suppose. Sometime later, Zizix found herself with most of the rest of the town, standing on the steps of City Hall to hear what Mayor Trojan Malloy intended to do about this potentially catastrophic blow to the town's economy. People of Contentment Corner, I have prepared a short statement, and here it is. As you are no doubt aware, the multinational conglomerate that employed over half the town has closed, destroying the properties formerly known as Zizix Cosmetics and St. Corby Soap. They have also removed the mysterious perpetual energy machine that was put in place a few months ago. Many have asked what the mayor's office plans to do about this situation. We don't plan to do anything. Thank you. But what are we supposed to do for work? Get other jobs, I guess. This is absurd! Our mayor is a sociopath! I never claimed to be anything else. My campaign posters even said, put her on the sociopath to the mayor's mansion, which people assured me was hilarious. I, of course, had to take their word for that. Well, perhaps it's time for new leadership in this ridiculous little town. You're not suggesting that you take over as mayor, are you, Zizix? Me? Of course not! Why would I... Although, I suppose anyone could do a better job than this daft nutter. <laughs> it means she's not fit for office, you utter twits. And so a special election was called. But that utter twits remark was still pretty fresh in everyone's memories, and Zizix only earned about 3% of the vote. And with an 8-point margin of error, it's possible that she earned as little as negative 5% of the vote. And by possible, I mean that it is literally within the realm of possibility. This is Contentment Corner. That sort of thing just happens sometimes. So another special election was called. And then another. And then a further three. I should have realized, and that's realized without a Z, naturally, that this bloody town wouldn't know what was best for it. I have a mind to burn the entire blasted thing down just to show them. Maybe once they stopped weeping round the smouldering ashes of their former homes, they'd finally come to their sense... <gasps> Hang about. What's all this, then? Now, see here. I'm the queen's spectral bitch in these parts, and I won't have some other ghost muscling in on my territory. You do realize the Constitution expressly forbids the establishment of a monarchy in these United States? Oh, don't just float there forming almost words with the apparition of what was once your mouth. Speak, woman. Well, where to bloody begin? I suppose here. How dare you speak to me in this manner? Who do you think you are? John Tyler. Should that name mean something to me? I was only the tenth president of these United States. Oh, you're one of those tiresome presidential ghosts that was haunting the curator of what we laughably call a museum. I thought you'd all be dispatched long ago. The rest were. Apparently I was not deemed worthy of spiritual salvation. Were you one of those presidents who had slaves? 
Only 40. Well, that's one mystery solved, then. That can't possibly be your real accent, incidentally. Oh, that's priceless coming from the likes of you. I beg your pardon. You're not fooling anyone, you know. But I'm not surprised to learn that I'm not either. The fellow I was haunting was delighted to learn of my resemblance to someone called Grand Moff Tarkin and demanded that I do the voice. Oh, yes. Now I see it. Oh, do me a favor. Say, you may fire when ready. You may fire when ready. Oh, that's very good. Happy to be of service. Say, if you've political experience, perhaps you could assist me. I suppose you could call my time as a representative, a senator, the governor of the great state of Virginia, and the president of these United States. I suppose one could call all of that political experience. That was my thinking, yes. What do you need? Well, I'm trying to get elected mayor of this festering boil on the disgusting arsehole of the Midwest. Well, if that's your stump speech, I can't imagine why you haven't been embraced wholeheartedly by the electorate at large. Are you going to help me or aren't you? Well, it seems to me that modern politics is all about your image, regardless of how lowly your opinion is of this town and the people in it. I've been to the pits of hell itself, and even they weren't as low as my opinion of this town and the people in it. You've got to put that aside. Think about your image. Dress for the job you want, as they say. And that doesn't just mean your wardrobe. The people need to believe you're one of them. Get yourself a family. Talk about issues that affect other families. Ugh, families. Look, you don't have to tell me, but that's what wins elections. Yes, I suppose you may be on to something here. And work on suppressing that open contempt as much as you can. Find a simple, uplifting mantra for yourself. Oh, you mean something like, uh, oh, be best. Well, that doesn't make actual sense, but... Yes, be best. That's perfect. Fine. So just keep repeating that to yourself when you're faced with a situation that might get you into trouble. And who knows, in time you may eventually start to believe it. It's called faking it till you make it. This all seems surprisingly insightful for an old dead white man. An old dead white man who joined the Confederacy. Oh, God. I mean, there's evil, and then there's... None of this was applicable in my time. These are just things I've picked up watching television programs about politics. The West Wing, House of Cards... Commander-in-Chief, yes? No, I don't know that one. Oh. They only did 18 episodes, but it starred Gina Davis as the president, and it was... uh, Oh, but yes, you've given me much to think about, despite your horrible... everything. I appreciate the advice, President Taylor. (sighs) Tyler. John Tyler. No, I don't think so. So Zizix went to work, addressing her image problem, and she began the slow work of repairing the town's perception of her. She stopped prefacing her speeches with, you bloody halfwits. She appeared to start listening to people's actual concerns and expressing what could only be described as empathy. She settled down, married Case Cutchington, and adopted Tandasing Corby as her own daughter. And the people of Contentment Corner, overwhelmingly impressed by her efforts to change and the substantial evidence in favor of the change being genuine, voted Zizix Jones in as their new mayor. Which brings us to the present. Anyway, that's what's been going on here at boarding school. How's everything back in Contentment Corner? Oh, 
Well, you know, a maze work is never done. I'm cutting the ribbon at our new train station this morning. I can't believe you guys are finally getting tied into the railroad. Yes, well, the powers that be have been trying for over a century. It feels nice to be able to cross that little piece of unfinished business off the town's collective to-do list. Oh, and talking of business, we've put a plan into place to get the unemployment situation under control. That's so great to hear. You really are the best thing that ever happened to Contentment Corner, Mom. Well, I'm only doing my job. Oops, gotta go. I forgot our house has a rugby match against Rival House this afternoon. I just hate Rival House so much. Of course you do, dear. You go off and enjoy boarding school. It was lovely of you to take a moment to phone it in. What was that? I mean, phone in, of course. (laughs) Of course. Bye, Mom. Love you. I love you too, sweetie. Bye for now. Ah, did I miss her? Yes. She had pressing business, an urgent rugby match. Obviously. You know, I'm certain I told you about using my shower. Yeah, sorry, your skin suit was soaking in the tub in the other bathroom. Uh, Sorry, the other loo. Oh, it's all right. You just startled me is all. But now you're here wearing only a towel. And I can think of at least a half a dozen ways for you to make it up to me. Oh, yeah? What did you have in mind? Oh, oh, well, oh, not there. Yes, well, a little over there. Citizens of Contentment Corner, I come before you today to finish the business begun by this town's founders nearly a century and a half ago. For reasons that are lost to history, those founders decided it was more prudent to erect a lighthouse in our very landlocked town square than a connection to the railroads. But as I drive this golden spike into the ground today, I am pleased to welcome Contentment Corner into the 19th century, here now in 2019. Oh, oh dear. What in the blazes? Who in the name of the Queen's Corgis are landing a bloody helicopter in the middle of my town? Well, folks, I can see two people exiting the helicopter now, and one of them appears to be... Oh, yes, I know that gesture well. That's a sarcastic slow clap. We can't hear you clapping over the bloody great noise of your helicopter. I've never seen a corpse lift a hammer before. I'll do it again, won't you? I shan't be addressed in such a manner. Who are you? Salutations, losers. I'm Brunch La Croix Fontaine Dubois. What a ridiculous name. And this lovely vision of womanhood is my sister, Dignity La Croix Fontaine Dubois. If she's your sister, then why in God's names would you shove your tongue into one another's mouths like... Oh my god, this is disgusting. You're actually blood relatives? Yes, and our love is beautiful. Don't look at me like that. I pull out. Usually. What do you vulgar people want here? I can tell you what we absolutely don't want. We don't want to be the owners of a sad patch of corn and failure due a thousand miles in any direction from civilization. More like contentment snorner. (laughs) Good one, sis. Unfortunately, as we opened our Christmas presents this year, we'd found that our dear sweet Papa had nevertheless gifted this lice-ridden blue ribbon entry in an obesity contest to us. This is absurd. 
You can't possibly... I think you'll find the paperwork's in order. Uh, let me just bring it to you up there on your little apple crate. Hey there, I'll pound things out with you later. Here you go. This... This is the deed to Contentment Corner. More like... You did that one already. Are we only doing things once now? That doesn't bode well for our rather raucous sex life. You're not even adults! Not legally. But there's nothing more powerful in this world than a fabulously wealthy teenager. I'm in Lil' Skull and Bones, after all. And if there's one thing we're very good at... There are actually many things we're very good at. Concert piano, mixing a mean martini, conolingus. Got that right. I didn't think it was possible for a ghost to vomit, but you're really trying my patience. If there's one thing we're really good at, it's firing the help. You're all the help, and you're all fired. Ugh, why aren't they getting this? Possibly because it's the daftest, most improbable thing they've ever heard in their entire collective lives. Let's not go cheapening the word lives by applying it to these people. It's really quite simple. All of your homes, if you can even call them that, belong to us now. We'll be ransacking them presently and putting the most hilariously shameful of your possessions on Insta. For the laugh. That's a fancy place where wealthy people buy and sell things. I still don't think they're getting it. Of course we're not. (sighs) So, I guess it's time to call in the airstrikes. The what? We sort of assumed there'd be some pushback to our purchase of your town, so we chartered a C-130 cargo plane filled with pigs to fill our streets and presumably drive you out of our town. Uh, Is that what you're signaling? Oh, good lord! Now, assuming you can tell the difference between your former townmates and an actual pig, I suggest you vacate our premises immediately. If not sooner! Whoever's left standing will be boned to submission by me and my sexy, seductive sibling here, and those not standing will be boned upon like so much furniture. Ta-ta, cretins! So we managed to clear out the pigs, Your Honor, but we're still left with the original problem. Yeah. Wait, what was that again? <sighs> Case, dear. Would you go and sit quietly someplace, please? Oh, yes, right. Of course. Can these two children really force us to leave our homes? I mean... Does the town really belong to them now? I don't see how that could possibly be, Mr... It's a Nif, ma'am. Yes, of course it is. Well, Nif, I can't see how that could possibly be. We've people looking into it as we speak, and for the moment there's a district court judge who assures us that nobody needs to go anywhere. Oh, I think you may want to check your voicemails again, Madam Mayor. Our uncle, Charlter, is on the Court of Appeals, which outranks the district court. At least I think it does. I was too busy pinning my civics teacher's legs behind her head to learn very much. Voicemails? Seems generous, my scrumptious little fuck brother. Did you just call him? It looks like they're still getting their messages via actual teletype. Oops. Who knocked that off the table, just like a cat? Oh look, it's trying to think. Now listen, former mayor... Jones. Zizix Jones. Do you hear how she says that? Like we're supposed to know who that is? Actually, sis, I do recognize the name. Well, I should say you do. Zizix Three Z's, two Y's, and an X? Yes. That's a grave I pissed on when we were on the way over here. Shouldn't you be dead? Shouldn't 
You be. Ooh, good comeback. One for the record books. Listen, Jones, the wheels of justice turn agonizingly slowly, apparently. It could take hours for Uncle Charlter's decree to reach you corn-fed corn fuckers. Tut-tut, let's not kink shame. Point conceded. Any hoodle, while we wait for those T's to be crossed and those I's to be dotted, those are letters in case you're confused by basic literacy. We'll find a way to entertain ourselves in the meantime. Ruin some reputation, steal some virginity, that sort of thing. Ooh, we could have one of those little wagers over who can demean one of these flag-waving sweat stains better. I do love a good wager. Now look here! So what about it, sweat stain? Is there something we can blackmail you over? I'm a real black widow, you know. Those things don't seem related exactly. Now you both see here. Unless and until this matter is clarified by the authorities, you're not to harm any of the citizens of Contentment Corner or their property, or you'll answer to me. And I've survived a quarter of a century in hell, so don't cross me. Say, who's this in the picture on your desk? Don't touch that. Oh, that's our daughter, Tanda. Oh, damn it, Case. Tanda. T and A. I'm into it. Or I would very much like to be. Not if I get there first. Come on, let's cause some mayhem. Will I be requiring underwear for this mayhem? You know my answer to that question. You're the boss when I let you be. Alloop. Oh, God, it's touching me. Get it off. Get it off. Well, that could have gone better. So, what's your next move here? I think the important thing is to try to maintain the illusion of normalcy, even if things are spiraling toward inevitable doom. Makes sense. Uh, Does that mean the Hot Dish Festival is still on? Oh, balls. I forgot about that. Yes, I suppose it is. Is this on? Fellow citizens of Contentment Corner, and I assure you, we're still citizens according to the District Court. Welcome to the 83rd Annual Hot Dish Festival. Okay, I know we're all feeling very tense right now, but it's important that we continue on with our lives. And to that end, I will be sampling your assorted casseroles and judging them as I would under any other circumstances. And of course, the festival will culminate as planned with the unveiling of the magnificent city block size version of last year's winning entry, Aaron Fawcett's Tater Tot Delight, which somehow remained untouched by the recent uh, porcine intervention. I fought those pigs off with my bare hands. Nobody lays a snout on my patented Tater Tot Delight. Yes, well done you. And now, with no further ado... Oh, I think we'll be a-doing whomever and whatever we choose, I think. Nobody a-does, quite like my dear Hormano. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Now listen, Uh, we got off on the wrong foot before, but I believe it's still possible to salvage... Paul! For the love of God and country, what are you children doing now? In the absence of a respectable skeet shooting range in this dump? Not to mention a yachting club. Ugh, they're like cavemen here. In the absence of all that, we've decided to shoot these pathetic little trifles instead of clay pigeons. What pathetic little... (gasps) Are those Zizix brand cosmetics? I don't know that I'd call these cosmetics, but that's what the container alleges. Paul! Stop that! 
Those are priceless collector's items. By priceless, I can only assume you mean worthless. Ah! Oh, well, you messed with the wrong lady. Get over here. Oh, ow! Ow! Oh. Two sexy ladies having a good old-fashioned catfight in your disgusting oversized novelty food. That's a feather in your cap. You leave my cap out of this. Tater tot delight. We shall never see the likes of you on this earth again. I can't believe they threw me in jail. Me! I've set such a bad example for my constituents. I'm meant to be keeping a level head during a crisis. To be a good role model for the average citizen. What must they think of me? Sheriff Cinder, have you come to release me or am I to be charged with something serious? Actually, Madam Mayor, you're free to go at any time. I am. You are. Public catfights haven't been a crime in this town for over 50 years. If they were, we'd need a lot more holding cells. Then why am I here? Same reason we always used to toss you down in here after one of your infamous public throwdowns. To give you a minute to calm down so you don't do anything stupid. In my defense, and that's defense with a C. Of course it is. I haven't engaged in those sort of shenanigans in over 30 years. It helps that you were dead for most of that. But I'm a changed woman. Aren't you going to give me the least bit of credit for that? I did say so you don't do anything stupid. Rather than so you don't do anything stupider. And that's the best I can hope for from the likes of you, isn't it, Sheriff? I think it is. But the Zizix Jones I knew 30 years ago wouldn't have given a damn about what the sheriff or what anyone else thought of her. Yes. But what of those two horrible children who believe that they own the town? The courts are still fighting that out. At the moment, it looks like they might actually be winning. The horrible children, I mean. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not what I'd call the best news. But for now, all I can do is, well, you'd probably say keep calm and carry on or something. I say that. So are you gonna be clearing out of that holding cell anytime soon? We got Clinton Fisher on public drunkenness and I'd rather stick him in there than zip tie him to a park bench. Yes, yes, I'm going. I'm going. Your car's parked outside the impound lot and the deputy on the desk has your keys. Yes, thank you, Sheriff. You've given me a lot to think about. Have I? Oh, good. children, provoking me into my first catfight in almost 30 bloody years. What the bloody bollocks are we to do about those bloody blighters? Is all truly lost, or... uh, Yes, well, I'm waiting for you to merge. Oh, for heaven's sakes, you can't just put your blinker on and stop and wait to be invited in. This isn't a cotillion. Sis, baby, stay calm. Stay positive. We're still mayor. This minor infraction can easily be dealt with. No real harm done. Say the mantra. Be best. Be best. Be best. If you ride my bum any closer, we'll become one vehicle. Would you like to try that? Give it a go, say? Save on petrol? Get off my ass, you bloody ass! Oh, well, flip yourself right off. I'm your damn mayor! I'm the mayor! Jerk. I am the mayor. 
the mayor of Contentment Corner, and I must stay the course for the populace. I must be best for my constituents. I must keep my eye eye on the road for bloody hell! Great! I've merged into the damn motorway! For the love of Meghan Markle, it's a damn NASCAR event out here! I have never in my life, I have never in my bloody life! Yeah, well, you're supposed to pass on the right! It's literally worse than New Jersey! Exit close for construction 13 miles! You have got to be kidding me! You've got to be kidding me! You know what? You know what? Bugger this! Excuse me, plebs! All this damn city is, is terrible drivers who hate you, even if you drag your human body bag of an existence to the office every day. That's right, I'm using the shoulder. Get over it, I'm the mayor. And even when you enact laws that make their miserable little lives even a tiny bit better, they turn their backs. This is the mayor's lane. Official business, I'm official, for mayors only. There will never be appreciation from these troglodytes, these tossers. I gave up cute baby creature murder for this hellscape. I was really good at cute baby creature murder. And I will be again. Oh, good, here's my exit. Pardon me, mayor coming through. This one-horse town will never appreciate someone who fakes kind and benevolent as well as me. Not unless you're a bloody Saint Corby. I hate this place. I've always hated this place, even when I was a little girl living far away in England. And of course, I don't hate this place. That's just the the anger talking. I love this little town. And I must protect it against these interloping... Yes, I knew the lights changed. It literally just changed green. Could you relax, maybe, for Pete's best sake? Now, it's time we dealt with these absurd little pillocks. Nigel, call the library. Pip, Pip. Surely you mean phone the library. Don't you bloody start. Good afternoon, Madam Mayor. Yes, hello, Candida. I have an urgent matter to discuss with the courtroom. At your convenience, of course. And let's see if we can't invite the entire town, shall we? Okay, but I still don't understand how you get to preside over this case. You're not a judge. As far as I can tell, there was some kind of a mix-up when they created the town charter. They were so determined not to allow witch trials... Good for them. ...that they overcorrected and created something called trial by witch. Has anyone ever noticed how nothing in this goddamn town makes even the slightest bit of sense? The powdered wig is a nice touch. Guess which faux British mayor insisted on that. Okay, but why do I have to be here for this? I don't know. Moral support? You're asking a demon to provide you moral support? Mm, Good point. Would you at least mind being my bailiff, then? I think I can do that. Hear ye, hear ye. Ye? Seriously? Who talks like that? Court is now in session. This is the Mayor of Contentment Corner versus Dignity and Brunch Lacroix Fontaine Dubois. The defendants are being tried in absentia as they are... 
uh, where are the defendants exactly? Uh, if it please the, uh, witch. The defendants were last seen boning their way around the town square. Their words. Whether or not this means the people in the town square, or each other, is unclear. But they're brother and sister. Apparently, you haven't met these two yet. Gross! I mean, nothing. Impartial judge, waiting to hear the evidence. Good save. Felicity, can you please swear the mayor in? What, with like a Bible? You know I can't touch one of those. As it happens, neither can I. I thought you were wearing a skin suit. Speaking of gross. Oh, I am. But I'm still technically an escaped denizen of hell. Fair enough. Do you swear to tell the truth? The whole truth and nothing but the truth, then? I wouldn't dream of doing anything else. Very well. You may proceed. Your Honor. Uh, excuse me. Just a second, Madam Mayor. Of course. So that's all you need me for, right? I mean, I guess. Why, do you have someplace you'd rather be? As far from this place as a demonly possible. Zizix Jones just swore to tell the truth, and I'd rather not be here when she gets struck down by whoever. Fine. Go. The bailiff is excused. Thanks. So long, succubi. That's a compliment where I come from. <laughs> Bye. The court apologizes, Madam Mayor. You may proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Esteemed citizens, I come before you at a time of unprecedented crisis. This town has seen more than its share of catastrophe in the past 131 years. And let's not mince words, more than a few of those catastrophes were caused by me in a former life. Literally, a former life. <laughs> But I hope my last eight months in office as your mayor have shown you that even I am capable of change. And I come before you now as your duly elected leader to ask for your help. You see, long ago when this town was first incorporated by our dear departed vampire mayor Tyrannus, a clause was established for just such an emergency. This clause allows the executive branch of Contentment Corner's governing body, that's me, your mayor, to claim all property within the town's limits under an imminent domain. Settle down, people. Madam Mayor, while I appreciate... I believe you mean whilst. Y yes, of course. Whilst I appreciate that what you're suggesting is technically allowable under the town charter... Yes? I don't know. I'm not a judge. This just feels so weird to me. It does feel weird, Your Honor. Just as electing me, a woman who died a quarter of a century ago, as Mayor must have felt... And just as every other bloody bat shite thing that's happened in Contentment Corner probably feels to anyone who isn't from here. And when everything is weird, must it not follow that nothing is therefore weird? Wait, what? I think I understand what she's getting at. Thank you, Sheriff. But I don't think I like it. Madam Mayor, that clause was put into the charter because Mayor Tyrannus, who we all know... I believe it's whom? Shut up a minute. We all know that Tyrannus was a vampire now. We knew it then, but now we can talk about it. And as a vampire, which is a phrase I can't believe I'm saying in a goddamn court of law, he lived in constant fear of leaving town and not being able to return because he wasn't invited. 
so he gave himself an escape hatch in the event of that extremely unlikely scenario. That as may be, Sheriff, but I'm not sure how it applies to the current situation. That law wasn't written just to hand this town over to the likes of you. Sheriff, I appreciate that you don't trust me. You may never trust me, and for that I am truly, deeply regretful. I can only continue to set the best example I can to you and to this town in hopes that I may one day win your approval. Yeah, okay. I've said my piece, I guess. So, what's your proposal, Madam Mayor? Simple. A ruling in my favor would revert all properties in Contentment Corner to the current mayor. Me. I could then legally eject those two ghastly little troublemakers from our town. Really? That's it? That's it. That seems sensible to me. Does anyone here object? What about you, Sheriff Cinder? No, uh, that all sounds pretty straightforward. No objections here. Very well. It is the judgment of this court that Mayor Zizix Jones be granted dominion over the entire incorporated town of Contentment Corner. And of course, once I'm in control, I can directly employ everyone in the town as civil servants. Oh, yes. I... In before the gavel! Well, that probably should have been discussed first, but I guess that's also okay. Of course it is! Uh, of course. No, they've most assuredly been driven out of town. Just stick your head outside and soak in the complete absence of incestuous snogging. <laughs> I would wager a guess that you'll be hearing that tacky helicopter lifting off within the hour. No, thank you, Sheriff. We couldn't have done this without you. Oh, you have another question. When do I plan to hand back... Oh, you know what, Sheriff? There's been a sudden emergency here in the mayor's office. No, no, no. It's nothing I can't handle, but I must be going right away. Okay, talk to you later. Bye-bye, Sheriff. Wretched woman. Clearly I'll need to move destroying her to the top of my agenda. Oh, you mean there was more on your agenda than seize the town to build... Uh... What was it that you were building again? Oh, you poor, deluded little tosser. Hey, that was an insult, right? Don't waste too much of your energy trying to form a thought, or you might pop the other eye out in the effort. Okay, that was definitely an insult. I can't believe I let you climb on top of me and thrust your pathetic pelvis near... This. Several times. Yes, well, those days, the days where we pretend to be happily married for the benefit of anyone who might happen to be listening in, they're over. Oh, you, you mean I want people to uh, climb Climb on. on top of me and thrust your pathetic pelvis near my magnificently simulated synthetic genitals? No, you won't. You've served your purpose. And what was this awful little plebe's purpose, exactly? To stand next to her and look pretty, obviously. Like you do with me, dear brother. Ugh, please don't start groping each other again. Now then, Catchington, our business is concluded. And here, as promised, is your payment. Thanks. <clears throat> I guess. You know, one of these days I'm going to remember to specify, please don't pay me in change. Perhaps you will, but that day has yet to arrive. And I trust it's all here? All $78 of it, yes. All right, well, I won't bother to count it, I guess. Please don't. And please leave. Don't I get a goodbye kiss for old time's sake? Out! All right, all right, I'm going.
Yes. And don't let the door hit you on your way out, you smarmy git. <laughs> Is that how doors work in this collection of hovels and lean-tos that you laughably call a town? Yeah, because where we're from, doors don't really... Oh, it's just an expression. Let's not get caught up in pointless semantics so close to the end, okay? Not to come off as stupid as that one-eyed working-class nobody? Impossible without a lobotomy. But what was the point of all of this? Yeah, why would you bother hiring the two most practiced town ruiners off Dark Web Craigslist to crash this nowhere party? Not that we didn't enjoy it, mind you. Oh, we absolutely enjoyed every minute of it. If you two could keep your genetically identical hands off one another for even the briefest moment, I'll explain. You see, now that the town officially belongs to me and I'm empowered to bring on the entire population as my employees... I can begin construction on Zizix Cosmetics Mark II. That's 2.0 if you're from the United States of this century. Don't be tiresome. Oh, so you're going to turn a whole town into a cosmetics company. Those are the shares you promised us in exchange for our services. That's right. I got the idea from a sad old presidential ghost. I believed he called it Manifest Destiny. Ah, the perks of being rich and white. Not to mention evil. I feel like I covered that already. So now, all of the pieces are in place. I can begin construction in earnest. The name Zizix Cosmetics is still technically the property of that ridiculous mega corporation, but the world will quake at the introduction of synthetic, non-caustic demulcent by Zizix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that out loud. Ever. Oh, actually, sorry, just one more thing. I really hate loose ends. Uh, remember that man named Falco the other guy mentioned? Uh, it turns out he really was on the wrong side of the tracks after all. And the first train to successfully pass through Contentment Corner found itself with a bit of a mess to clean up at the end of the line. Oh, uh, don't worry, he, he totally had it coming. He was a bad guy. Like, like a really bad guy. He was literally created by Satan, so <laughs> come on. Let's not pretend he didn't have that coming. Return to Contentment Corner featured Mark Bosco as Case Cutchington, Christy Brandon as Trojan Malloy and Felicity Brimstone, Robert Cooper as the original narrator, Terry Drozdek as Candida Prim, Brian Lynch as Raconcadato, that's Esperanto for the narrator. Carol O'Connor as Zizix Jones and Erasure de la Cruz. Matt Robotham as Aaron Fawcett. Nicole Santora as Tanda St. Corby. Amanda Smith as Dignity Lacroix Fontaine Dubois, Sheriff Cinder. And Ravina Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt. Sabrina Snyder as Hibiscus Jorgensen. Jason Wallace as Brunch Lacroix Fontaine Dubois. And Ron Algarwatt as Niff and President John Tyler, deceased. It was written by Ron Algarwatt with Kara O'Connor and produced by Algar Productions. Copyright 2019. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I want to give you all your options. <laughs> Make sense. <laughs> Zizix, three Zs, two Xs, and a Y. Nope. <laughs>